TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pearcey with you and habitually for the last 10 plus years, I have had the privilege of joining forces with the number one wellness expert on the planet. He is my brother from another mother, about to be the Greek god in Ikaria, Icarus, has got some competition in six weeks' time. Don't strap your wings on and let the wax melt. Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> PC. Oh, it's amazing. I know you don't think about that intro, like, but it just rolls off your tongue. This is the producer extraordinaire coming out of a new PC, and it's great to be joined by you again. And I'm excited to be talking habits today, and you alluded to that in the intro. Um, and for those of you who have missed out on this year's trip to Ikaria, to the place where people forget to die, the island where people forget to die. Don't forget, we are going back next year, and so you can check it out. Go to 100notout.com, and uh, and you will actually be able to see what we've been up to. And then not in not too far away, you'll be able to register for next year's gig. We're going to Sardinia, <laughs> and we're going to Ikaria, and I'm not keeping any more secrets. I want you all to get excited about it. We're going to fill this, and we're and we're going to sell it out. It's all going to be done. So, Piercy, what say you? Big My man. face is going tomato red because <laughs> you've just let let. We don't get to do many surprises on 100 Not Out, and you've got to need a surprise. Bang, 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 bang. bang. We surprises. we we are committed to going to Ikaria in 2024 and Sardinia. We're just yep. working out the dates. You've just told everyone. So well done, um, but we You're don't welcome. have any information about 2024 up on the website. So please, no. everyone, don't say you said because no, we're, we we just have just click, everything click that we do. Register your interest. Click register your interest, and then if we there's can... one of those buttons, or just send me an email, Marcus at marcuspierce.com.au, or Damien at damienchristoff.com, or go to Vita Lifestyles in Sandringham, <laughs> knock on the door, <laughs> pour yourself a cup of tea, yeah. say, Damo, I want to come to Europe in 2024. Take a seat. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of, I think one, I'm reading Atomic Habits at the moment by James Clear. I'm nearly all done. It's Mm -hmm. a bestseller. We're talking 10 million plus copies. It was the highest selling book of 2022 or three or something, but it is, and for good reason, it is an absolute uh, work of art, but you've, um, read better, not better than your exceptional life. No way. (laughs) Well, the only thing that makes your exceptional life better than Atomic Habits is the foreword by Damien John Christopher, um, which <laughs> no. James Clear did not have because Damo no. knocked him back and said no. Yeah, I did. KB'd him. Do, do one. I KB'd him. Um, JC, no DK for you. Um, so we are wanting to talk about the power of habits, particularly from the context of longevity. I'm yet to fully read it. Damo hasn't fully read it. We've both read large chunks of it. Yeah. Um, many people listening to this will have read it or read chunks of it. Some people in listening to this episode will recognize that they want to go and reread parts of it. Um, but before we get into the book itself, Damo, like just I feel like one of the best habits of my life has been recording with you and having these conversations and an episode coming out every Monday. You know, maybe we missed one because of a, a missed deadline, but it came out on a Tuesday. But yeah, it's but been only one. one of the best habits of life. Yeah, only one. Only one. Yeah. 
Only um, one. How do you feel about habits when the word comes up? Like, does it bring you joy? Does it make you feel burdensome? Like, what does the word habit mean for you? It's such a funny thing, you know. Like, I've always prided myself, I think it's the word, prided myself, um, about being flexible. And so the idea of being flexible is kind of going with the flow, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. And so in that pursuit for flexibility, I think I became quite rigid, which mm-hmm. is really interesting because mm-hmm. <laughs> so rigid and and, and uh, bull, bullish, like hot-headed about, you know, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to have habits. I just kind of just do my thing, you know. And LT many years ago, Lawrence Tam, say uh we'll say a shout out to lt even though he's probably not listening but if he does happen to listen to this one lt uh shout out to you i hope you're enjoying portugal um he put me onto atomic habits years ago and said you gotta you gotta listen to this and so he was all about you know finding efficiency and the little things that you do on a daily basis that kind of shape who it is that you are and what it is that you do um, and you carve it, you carve the rest of your day around the things that you do all the time this is what lt was trying to teach me um when I was doing his nitro program uh, with Cairo's, for you know the Cairo thing, but so I was, and it's even like I, I think about it, you know, even the the act of running. Brett used to say to me, "Come on, Damo, just come and run." I'm like, "Mate, I don't run. I'm not a runner." You know, like I'm not a runner, and so we'll talk about that in another podcast. But I, um, you know, for me, I just didn't want to commit. And I reckon the art of setting and forming habits has something to do with your desire for commitment, mm. the C word. And mm. so I was I was fearful of the C word. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? I've been mm. so interesting to hear you talk about this because that that whole thing about flexibility. I've got a a friend. Uh, shout out to Ash Williams, uh, staying oh, with us Ash. at the moment. How about that beard? He, his beard looked pretty yeah, solid. He's got some it? good yeah. growth on him, God, um, the lad. But um, he's he's been here for two nights. Tonight will be his third la- and last supper night before he, he jet sets back to Melbourne. But he, he said like- to me this morning, he said, like, it's it's been so good being in, uh, you know, your family home, MP, um, and now I get to see how much little time, like, you have to just, sit and chill because, you know, you're making dinner or you're reading kids a story or whatever, whatever. And I yep. said to him, yeah, but the best thing is, is that it, it kind of uh, compresses like your quality time. Like you kind of make every moment count. So, you know, this morning Ash and I went out for a coffee and last night we stayed up once the kids had gone to bed for a cup of tea and a chat. Um, yep. And it's almost part of me just to draw the, uh, my, my kind of question back to you here is like, the compression of time makes you appreciate it more. So do you feel like as you get older and it's like, you know, uh, for want of a better word, you can, mortality is more upon you. It's like, well, you know, I'm, there's only, I've only got X amount of, you know, um, summers left with my children, or I might only have X amount of time left. However you want to look at it as we get older, it's a, a spiritual urgency for want of a better term. Do you think habits become more, Again, when I read this book, I'm like, it's a punch in the face to the time that I waste. Do you think as you get older, you're like, no, good habits are really important because I don't want to spend my precious time on bad habits? Yeah. Yeah, I I often, yeah, I would go as far to say healthy habits versus unhealthy habits um, rather than good or bad. So there's less charge on it. But uh, so for me, uh, I'm more inclined to create healthy habits um regularly so that's you know getting up and go for a walk or go for a run and amber and i decide on that 
um, before you know, before we wake up in the morning, what are we going to do tomorrow? Is it going to be a walk or a run? And, and then we go do that. But we definitely carve out time from 5.45 in the morning to go and have a jog or a walk. And um, and that starts our day. So that's really good that we do the breakfast thing, uh, which is, you know, I've always been big about breakfast. And, you know, if you go back to any of the podcasts that we've done on food or any of the podcasts we've done on stress or whatever else, I talk about breakfast first and food first before caffeine and other drugs. So I... You know, it's, for me, it's healthy habits um, that mm. I think about. Mm. So, so James Clear, in you know, what I tend to do when I read a book is I then go and listen to them being interviewed on podcasts to hear them talk about you know writing the book and and messages in the book. And so, you know, he gets asked like, what are you know, say three of the best habits that you know anyone could benefit from? Mm-hmm. And I think he's been listening to your Power of Food talks because one of them was. Um, you know, just one habit that everyone could do, or it was like one, uh, like a single time habit. Like you only have to do it once. It's like one thing that creates a better habit. And he was like, buy smaller plates. <laughs> you know, the portion plate. like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So there's mm. humanity, and we could argue like all of humanity would be better off if they bought smaller plates and threw yeah. out their larger plates. Um, and yeah. when I heard you talk about, um, uh, going for a walk with Amber, kind of, I've been clicking as to why why it's called Atomic Habits because an atom is just so small. It's like he's very big on the walking is not the habit. It's and I, I've got a question for you on this. It's the putting the runners out in the morning with the socks unfolded and the laces undone, um, and they're at like the feet of your bed so that you pretty much like <laughs> get out of bed <laughs> and slide out. Them. Because yeah. you're just you're just not gonna not go for a walk yeah. when you're there. Like I know for me, one of the best things I've done, and I, and I don't do it at the moment. Um, and I know it's one that I could resume, but I now have a cat who does it for me. Is I used to put my alarm, which I will admit is still my phone, um, away from my bed, mm-hmm. so I would have to get out of bed to turn off the alarm. It's so and, easy though to go back to bed though. Still, yeah. I reckon. Well, sometimes I do. And like, yeah. I, like now, now um, Evie, the cat, comes and meows at the door at about five to five. <laughs> yeah. And I know she wants to come in and she wants to snuggle. She's a very snuggly lap cat. But um, I will often go back to bed. But it's like I'm really becoming aware of like these little nudges that, you know, some are more powerful than others. But it's like it's not the, it's not the outcome you want that is the habit. It's the little thing that nudges you. Towards a habit, like in your case, maybe it's having the conversation with Amber. Yeah, because you're a very um, congruent couple. If you say we're going for a walk tomorrow, you're going to go for a walk tomorrow. But if, if there's no conversation, then it's up in the air and it may not happen. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you feel like as you get uh, get get older, wiser, that you you make more of these atomic habits, these little nudges that just make your life a little bit more. And it's not about productivity. It feels more just a bit more effective. Like, yeah, pulling the breakfast um food out in the morning. So um you've you've just got a bit more ease in the kitchen. Like, do you find yourself a bit more and even think of golf. I'm I'm, I'm I'd be curious to know what you do around that. But like things to make your performance in life um at a higher level. Well I think the key thing and it's a great question, PC. For me, I don't like to leave things lying around. So um, mm. I I really, and Amber would probably disagree, the only thing I leave lying around is shoes. I think I've got too many shoes that I leave. But I don't, I don't like to put 
shoes that I've worn that day straight into the wardrobe because then it makes the you want wardrobe add- smell. So yeah. I put them near the air purifier, right? And she's like, oh, what do you put that, that there? I'm like, well, because that's what the air purifier is for, you know? Not, <laughs> I don't think my feet smell, but I'm sure there's a bit of steam Just that comes case. out, right? It's yeah. a bit of steam. So um, that's about the only thing that I leave around. Everything else is in its spot. So I have spots and places yeah. for stuff. Like I know yeah. where everything's going to be. Mm. Um and so for breakfast, we've just got all the items there. So we know, like if we go, okay, so what's for breakfast tomorrow? Well, we've got enough milk for a smoothie or we've got enough milk for a, for some muesli or we've got no milk, We're you know, so let's do eggs. Oh, we've got no eggs. Okay, cool. Let's go out for brekkie. You know, so that's kind <laughs> of the way in which we do it. We'll, we'll think about what ingredients we've got. So there's a bit of forethought given to it. Um all everything's ironed already. So um, I, I spend my Sunday afternoon watching the footy and I do all the ironing. You love um, ironing. That's what I love I about love you. Ironing. I actually love, like ironing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's ironed and hung um, or ironed and folded. And so when I go to where my clothes are, everything's already pressed. So I don't need to worry about setting up the iron and going through that whole thing. I, I've got a sock area in my drawer. I've got the jocks area. I've got my sporting drawer. So everything's really ordered and i know that many people go oh yeah i've got that too i've got that too it doesn't make it any easier but for me that's all i need to do like it's not that i've got to pull everything out have the laces out the socks unfolded all that sort of stuff i've got for me it's that 10 seconds to get everything is not a big deal it's Mm. it's just the knowledge that i am going to go for a run in the morning is enough for me to get me out of bed so it's interesting though because like um Again, James Clear spoke about clutter and mess around the house, and he's like, mm-hmm. "That clutter or mess is a is a lagging result of your what we call leading habits, like your those those small habits. Like you said, you know where everything goes, everything has its place. And yep. like I look around my office right now, and there's like four or five things that they don't have a place, and right now I don't know where to put them, and it's bothersome to me, yeah. but I haven't spent the time." or effort, um, giving them a home. But the end result of that indecision creates clutter. And then he gets really brutal. He's like, your bank account, Mm -hmm. your bank balance or your net assets or whatever you want to call it, your wealth position is a lagging result of your, for want of a better term, spending habits over the course of your life. And same with health. You know, it's not missing missing one gym session like your physical body or your physical health, whatever you're measuring, is a is a direct result of your habits over time. And I'm reading a book at the moment called The Greatest Salesman in the World. It's one of those classics and it's yeah, not about selling. Classics. It's just about living a good life. But one of the things that just, just gets me is um it's a, I'll just read this paragraph. Um uh in truth the only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. Um, and then it's like, you know, I will, so so that's the first law I will obey is I will form good habits and become their slaves. It's like when you think of how, how brutal an assessment of life that is, but when in my own case, when I, when I particularly look at, say, um, meeting every Wednesday at 2 o'clock to record for an hour with you allows... 10 years of regular relationship with listeners and education of the principles of longevity and aging well. Like if I'm a slave to this habit, 
and we like to be a slave to our good habits. Like I'm sure you have good habits where it's like, if I didn't do it, I'd be so, you know, narky or angry. Um, I, I love the idea of being a slave to good habits and I, and, and, I, and I'm becoming more aware of my um, disempowering habits, like checking AFL app and how easy I had made it on my phone to do so. I have now made my phone so hard to navigate. <laughs> and even as someone else said, oh, you'll still find a way to find it. Yeah, but when it's harder, like one of the one of the lessons of Atomic Habits is just make it hard or make it undesirable or something. Um, when the habit is hard to do, um, you know, there's something in you that just thinks a bit more about, oh, do I really want to do it? Am I really going to do it? You know, so it's an interesting conversation I'm having with myself, if I just use myself for a moment, like, taking full responsibility for behavior um, do you around remember, Do you remember when LT was bagging out people who did gardening? And I'm like, I think that, you're putting LT. a bit of Chinese whispers mayonnaise on that story. I don't think he was bagging it out. I think he was saying- He said it's a waste he, of time. He didn't people like doing gardening. that are a waste of time. You've got to outsource that. LT, if you're listening, let me know if I've got this true, get this okay. Or you, even if you're listening to this, you can go back to Inside the Champions Mind and have a listen to it <laughs> because it was recorded. It's in the ether. It's out there. And so I think about, I think about that. And for me, I suppose where I want to, where I want to go, it's it's more about doing the things that you love. Mm. So when you say, "I've you know I've got a bad habit. I'm checking the AFL app, um, you know, too much." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you bloody love AFL, so yeah. that's totally fine. It floats your boat. You know, is it making you be unproductive? Maybe yes. you're spending yes. too much time on it. Yeah. When so, I have my phone on my desk, yeah, and I'm in the middle of doing work stuff, yeah, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it requires discipline around it. So why try and hide it because you're going to hack it, you're going to find it. Why make it unpleasant? You love it. You love AFL. You love, Melbourne's doing great. So why wouldn't you want to? Like, look at it. You're looking for stories on Maxi Gorn. You're looking for stories on Clary. You want to know if Petrarca's still in the running. Um, you know, you're looking for all this sort of stuff. Of course you want to know, like you're up and about. So it gives you joy and it gives you, so it's like eating chocolate. So it was like a CPC. So these are the sorts of things that you want to, you know, continue to enjoy. So why would you take them out? So where I go with James Cleary and Atomic Habits um, is find ways to make your habits healthier, Yeah, I would say, yeah. as opposed to only doing healthy or good habits and removing mm-hmm bad habits by making habits that are bad uncomfortable i would say try and make it healthier that's where i would say i didn't write the book but uh, for me i would be more inclined to try and be healthier with that habit or healthier with that piece of distraction so you kind of go all right cool no worries i'm looking at it all right cool got it i'm going to stop for, to read an article blah blah blah. i'm going to do yeah. that but then create a discipline around getting back to well i think one. it's yeah so yeah so using that as an example great example great great point is more like my AFL time is it is it is it lunch when I'm not working like when I'm relaxing, um, but it's not at ten o'clock in the morning in between um, two client calls or you know yeah. in between this or that like because it then it just then it distracts and I'm like oh and then I'll check this and then I'll check that and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm not in work mode I'm in I'm in footy mode and it's taken me off course so I think it's more like yeah. taking ownership of what distracts me. Um, because you know, you and I both love Ted Lasso. Like, there's no way I love, and I think that's one of my best outlets. Like, I love yeah. today is Ted Lasso day. It's Wednesday yeah. as we record. Yeah. Like, nothing is going to stop me sitting on the exercise bike tomorrow morning, 
and smashing mm. out 45 minutes and 450 calories and how many Ks whilst I laugh and giggle and shed happy tears watching Ted Lasso. So you're waiting till tomorrow? Well, it's going to be tricky tonight because I've got uh, Darby's footy training and then I've got Ash here for one more night and he's not hasn't watched any Ted Lasso. So I I, I can't believe what? this. I, I was what? offended, mortally How is he wounded. still your mate? Well, that's I almost sent him home. Um, but it, I just feel like if, and he'd be happy to watch it tonight, but it would be like coming in at the movie just with 30 minutes to go. And yeah. I don't really want to explain the entire context. I'd rather ah. giggle and laugh together than rather than go, oh, that's funny because of this or that's sad. Yeah. So, yeah, true, true, make true. Make it a private experience. Yeah. Ash, if you're listening to this, you know, pull your finger out, mate. Get better. Because get, get better. better. Level up. It's time to uh, watch Ted Lasso. And for those of you who haven't watched it yet, come on. It's one of the greatest TV shows of all time. And not just because the bloke's optimism reminds you of Marcus. It's it's like, I mean, Ted is the second most optimistic person in the world. I need the mo. I need the moustache. <laughs> you could be Ted Lasso. Yeah. But it just, it, there's values in life there that I feel like we've lost a bit of grip on, and he reminds you of how important it is. It's, yeah. it's, fa- it's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's a longevity show. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm could do We could do a bit of that. Can you be Coach Beard? Can you be Coach Beard and I be Ted Lasso? <laughs> I think I want to be Ted. Uh, who are, no, you know <laughs> who I want to be. This is the thing. We could do a Ted <laughs> Doubler. Yeah, yeah, we could do a Ted could. Doubler. We could. Um, who would you like to be? I'd like to be... I'd like to be... Um, what's his name? The grumpy bloke, the grumpy guy. Oh, Roy, you want to be Roy Kent? Kent? I want to be Roy Kent. You want to be Roy Kent? I just want to try it on and see how it goes. Like, imagine, uh, uh, <laughs> imagine being, uh, imagine being that uh, grumpy all the time. Uh, uh, <laughs> be hilarious. Or Keely, I reckon Keely uh, would have a fair bit of fun. Yeah, good anyway. fun. This has been fun. Thanks, Damo. As always, um, we have no uh, rights or um, no shares in Atomic Habits, but we think it's a great book. And uh, yeah go and get your hands on it or listen to it. Um, But more than anything, uh, continue to live your best life with good habits, healthier habits, as Damo Mm. says. And if you've Mm. got any questions about this, head on down to Station Street, Sandringham to Vita Lifestyles. Damo will answer all your questions. It's a bit like Speaker's Corner. Or Abbott Street. Yeah, we go Abbott Abbott Street. Street. What did I say? Station or near the train station on Abbott Street, 22S. Gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, Sandringham. Um, or just come and find me in Brunswick Heads or Mullumbimby or Byron Bay or Ocean Shores and um, we'll talk the talk about good habits. What's your coffee shop that you're going to now? Where do you belong? Oh, I've got a few. I'm a bit of a bit of a coffee shop whore these days. Ooh, so what are your yeah. top three? Give us three. Uh, Bimby, Bimby, Patch. Uh, they're both in Mullumbimby and Footbridge. Hello to our friends. Are oh, you still at the Footbridge? Yeah, you can still go there. Yep. yep. Great. Awesome. Um, yep. Yeah, no, happy times. All right. We've got another podcast to do, so we are going to rock and roll and see you on the next edition of 100 Not Out. Until next time, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.